Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the one and only Inner Blue. Ooh, the one and only. I enjoy that. If there's another Inner Bloom out there, I'll come and beat you up, man. I'll come. No! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We actually stole the name Inner Bloom from a song, so they could probably come and beat us up if anyone wants to beat anyone up. Biscuits. I bite ankles, so. You bite ankles? I'm joking. That's how you fight? That's how I fight. I've never been in a fight, so I don't. You got that uh, on me, Ambie. It's not something to be proud of. Um, I don't actually bite ankles the times that I've been in fights. I mean, I think it's a smart thing to do. You got to use you got to use everything you got, you know. You got to use everything you got. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's How are you time. doing? Um, I'm not feeling so hot today. Girl. But it's a good segue into what we're talking about. So, why don't you tell us how you're feeling first? <laughs> No, I was feeling I was feeling similarly this weekend. I felt like I told you I felt like I was like hungover and I was like, what's going on? And I was like, I don't drink. I don't do anything that would make me hungover. So, I mean, I ate cookies. Maybe I had a cookie hangover. It's very possible that I did. Um, It's a good hangover. No, it was so terrible. My sinuses were like, ugh. And then I felt so nauseous and dizzy and tired. I just like couldn't move or do anything. And so today I'm feeling better, but still tired. You know, like still, mm-hmm. still just one of those days where I'm just like, eh, I don't really think I'm going to do much today. And that's okay. That's how I feel today. Like, meh, I don't feel like I'm doing a whole lot. My stomach has been upset all day and I just yep. don't feel 100%. Sorry. Why has your stomach been upset? Why are you coughing? I don't have COVID. My God. Can someone clear their throat these days? Can someone sneeze? No. I was at the grocery store the other day and I had to sneeze and I was like, oh my God. I started panicking. I'm like, oh my God, everybody's going to judge me. And I was like, how do I sneeze? And then I was like, ew, like sneezing into your mask. That's fucking terrible. So I held it in. I just just held it in. You just got to sneeze. No, I just held You held in your sneeze? I you never do it. that. I know. That's really bad mm. for you, but I suppressed it. Anyway, mm, why have you not right. been... For the public you... safety. Um, okay, so my you stomach share. has been upset. I, I'll share. I feel like I share a lot. So I might as well share this, right? Um, so typically, I get seasonal depression every year. I feel like I shared that on the podcast before. But if I haven't, I do. Um, some years, it's better than others. But I've been doing a really good job of managing it because of uh, retreats that we go on, different events that we have in the winter that kind of like, or I go on vacations during the winter that distract me from, you know, snowing and weather that I don't love. 
Um, and it would be nice to just move, but my husband loves the snow. So anyway, this year, that is not an option. Plus, I've had a lot of personal things going on lately. And so I am taking antidepressant medication and anti-anxiety medication because they actually work together, not just for depression. It's for more anxiety. And so the medication is not sitting right with me. I felt nauseous, like I'm going to th- like when your mouth salivates before you throw up. Yeah. I've had that feeling all day. This is the second time I've taken it. So it's such a low dose. She said that if something, if you don't like it, just stop taking it. You don't have to taper yourself off. So I'm not going to take it anymore. But um, I'm going to ask for a different kind because this is not working for me. I can't live like this. Yeah. So that segues into our topic today. Yeah, it does, which is, you know, um, mental disorders, what are they? Are is it, is it a mental disorder or is it or an, a psychological disorder or is it a spiritual awakening? Because, Ambie, you've been talking quite a bit about this to me personally recently, but not only you, like a lot of people in my life, like someone very close to me um, in my life has been going through something pretty intense where – They've gotten diagnosed with a um, disorder, but at the same time, like a lot of the things they're experiencing are like hearing things and like seeing things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's an interesting thing to talk about from a number of different perspectives. One, from the perspective of, you know, like are mental disorders – are they or psychological disorders? Are they disorders? Are they like phases? Are they like what are they? Um, and then like to then you know I would love to like talk a little bit about as well this whole kind of stigma in the spiritual community about like actually taking medication. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your perspective on? mental psychological disorders so um well i'm gonna call people out so it is what it is Um, (laughs) my biological mother and my sister both have bipolar disorder manic Mm -hmm. bipolar disorder i have not been by diagnosed with bipolar disorder but because it does run in my family it is very possible that i have a depressive version of that because i'm not manic that being said that is why the person that I was talking to and everything that I'm going through right now, I felt it was a really good idea to put me on an antidepressant with an anxiety because I really wanted something to help the anxiety. So my view on this, um, you've known me for a couple of years now. My view on this is I have taken antidepressant medication one other time in my life. And what it did was it made it to where I could go out through my day and just not cry all day. You know, I was going through a bad breakup at the time. I was really lost in a lot of ways. I wasn't seeing a therapist. I wasn't really trying to get better. I just wanted to not be so sad all the time. Um, So in that regard, I was trying to get better. I take that back. And it really, it didn't numb me out. It just made me feel... um, like I could get through the day, not super happy, but not super sad either. And I took it for probably three months and then I was okay. And then I started seeing a therapist. So, um, 
it's not to say that if you if you take um, a medication, you're not seeing a therapist or vice versa or anything like that. That's not my intention. But this is something that I have really thought about and pondered for a long time. And so I feel like it's different for each person. And I also feel like it's different for each person on if it's right for them or not. Mm -hmm. The, the person that I was talking to, the therapist that I was talking to said to me, I said, well, I feel like I'm handling this situation really well. This is the one you were talking to recently. "Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the psychotherapist. And she said, you are handling it really well, but you could feel better. And when she said that, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I guess I could feel better. And it's it's not one particular situation. It's a lot of situations. Plus, like, I don't have an escape. <laughs> and yeah. so my coping strategies aren't working the way that they normally do. Still mm-hmm. talking to a therapist. I'm still tapping. I'm still doing all of the strategies that I really believe in but they're not working the way that um, they normally do. And it's creating panic attacks. It's creating um, insomnia, different things like that and weight gain. And so I just don't feel like myself. So I feel like if there's something that I could take that will help me, then why not do that? Yeah, totally. And I think that they're in the spiritual community. There's like such a stigma around like, it goes even into like, oh, I'm spiritual, so I'm not going to eat like processed meat. foods or yeah. Meat. yeah, or like I'm spiritual, so I'm not going to use anything that isn't 100% organic or like uh-huh, I know every single ingredient, you know, that whole thing where you go so far to the extreme, <laughs> I think. And I've been guilty of this in my lifetime. I, I told a story when we – I told you this story when we were on Ramin's podcast. We were just on a – Ramin Nazer's podcast, Rainbow Brain School Hour, which he's awesome and just stay tuned for that. But where I told a story of how a few years ago I decided to renounce the whole healthcare system. And I literally <laughs> just said, I will no, no longer be paying for my insurance. This is a five years ago, probably. I was like, this is, I'm spiritual now. I don't need I don't any need of this. Yeah. This is, this is bullshit. Down with the patriarchy. <laughs> and I said, I said, I'm done. And I stopped. I just, Stop paying for my health insurance. Didn't tell anyone. Didn't tell my partner. Didn't tell my parents. Didn't tell. I just stopped. And then about a year later, like, my boyfriend at the time was like, um, now my husband, was like uh, something, something about my insurance. Someone brought it up. And then he just looked at me. And I just remember, like, looking at him and him being like, right? And I'm like, uh, and he's like, you do still have insurance, right? And I'm like, No, I just thought, you know, because now it's been a year since this is a total tangent, but now it's been a year since in any way. So I totally I got health insurance. It's all good. And now I have health insurance. So no one has to worry. We're fine. I I came (laughs) back into my senses. But the point is that sometimes when you are a part of the spiritual community and you have your awakening, you can kind of go to extremes. And I think that some people can tend to do that with with medicine um, because of what we know about big pharma and because of what we know about, you know, um, natural, you know, ways to heal the body. Now, does that mean that um, 
ibuprofen, even though ibuprofen is like a, um, you know, it's like a branded like drug, right? And you could actually get like the the real ibuprofen like out in the jungle somewhere or for some for, from some herb or something. Does that mean that ibuprofen doesn't work? No, I take ibuprofen and it works. You know what I mean? It helps my headache. Um, so, and I think this goes into what you believe is going to work for you. Like, mm-hmm. because Ambi, like you've done all the spiritual things. And I was just talking to someone about this today. It's like, you know, you can be super spiritual, but like sometimes you got to do the human thing too, because you're mm-hmm. a human in this body. And like, sometimes you just got to go to the doctor. Sometimes you got to get the x-ray. Sometimes you got to d- do those things. And so anyway, I really think that, um, that, that, it's okay if you are going through something and you need to take anxiety medication. If that, if you really feel like that's going to help you and you take it and it does help you feel better, great. If what helps you is like smoking marijuana that helps you, great. If it, whatever it is, as long as it's helping you, but if whatever it is that you're taking is not helping you, it's hurting you, then you know you know that. Like, Ambie, yeah. you said, I took this medication. It made me feel nauseous. I'm not taking this anymore because it doesn't no. feel good. <laughs> I can't live like this. Yeah. I can't lay on the couch all day and, like, cancel my readings because I'm not feeling good. Yeah. So I think that's the important thing is to know discernment. Discernment with, like, the messages that you get. Discernment with the things you put in your body. I think discernment's really, really important. And I think it's also important not to judge other people for, you know, what you think they're going through and not to judge other people if they share with you that they're taking medications. Because honestly, my family's response was not lovely. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a really negative image of um, mental health. And we have a really negative image of people that are on any kind of um, medication for it. And they, mm-hmm. I, it makes me really sad because a lot of those same people that are on medication for it are probably beating themselves up about it and they don't need you to beat them up about it either. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Totally. Can I ask you, Ambi, like what's your perspective of these disorders? Like because – as I was alluding to in the beginning, it's like, um, for, okay, so just just to put it out there, for some reason, bipolar disorder is like, it's like showing up in every aspect of my reality right now. Like literally almost everyone in my reality is like getting no, diagnosed with bipolar. And now I'm learning that like all these other people have bipolar and it's just like bipolar, bipolar, bipolar. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that that's the only thing going on right now, but it seems like very loud. In your face. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of synchronicities with bipolar disorder. And what I'm noticing from some people in my life who are experiencing it is um, that it's some of the symptoms are actually pretty similar to like having a spiritual awakening. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying it that my response to these people has been like, it's all good. Just chill out. You're just having a spiritual awakening. It's fine that you're hearing and seeing these things. It's fine. It's not that. But I am curious, you know, what is your perspective, like being a psychic, being an intuitive on the some of these disorders? Because just really quick, I remember reading about, um, I don't know, in some tribe somewhere, um, they treat disorders. Like if someone is like starting to see things or hear things, they don't treat them like you have a disorder. They treat mm-hmm. them as if they're, you know, they're really, they're seeing through the veil, right? And they bring them in closer to the tribe and they all surround them, right? And and it 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 is seen as like, in a way, a gift, I think, in this tribe. But 
so I think there's lots of different perspectives on disorders. And I also think the way that we look at it as a society really determines how that plays out as well. Because again, it goes into like, this person had a disorder and it typically means people like will back away, right? Mm -hmm. Versus Mm -hmm. like including them in more. So anyway, my question is, what is your perspective on disorders with regards to like the non-physical and stuff? So I don't necessarily feel like it's black or white. Um, If you have this, then you don't have this. If you don't have this, then you do have this. I think it's more of, let me be clear, I've not been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Does that mean that I won't be diagnosed in the future? No, I might be, but it is what it is. Um, And it's fucking scary when I'm talking to this woman and she's asking me questions. One of the questions she said was, um, I'll tell you what's scary in a second because this wasn't scary. But she said, do you hear voices? And I said, well... I get paid to hear voices. I mean, <laughs> yes, but like, I'm a psychic medium. I want it, said, I want the voices. Keep right? The voices. Like, I don't want to get rid of the voices. Yeah. And she was like, well, do the, do the voices like tell you to do things? And I was like, no, it's not like that. And she's like, okay, didn't ask me any other questions about that. Yeah. Literally just moved on like it was nothing. So to me, and I, I know um, what you're talking about. And um, I remember seeing people going through like a spiritual awakening and I've, I've been through a spiritual awakening too. And it's a trick. It's a slippery slope. But here's the thing. When you were hearing voices, I remember for six months, I would hear just this, Ambi, Ambi. And I'd be like, oh my God, what? What do you want? Right. Or I would hear like a ringing in my ear. I wouldn't hear anyone tell me to do anything. I wouldn't hear anybody scary. It wasn't anything like that. And that's why when I teach people how to tap into this, you really have to get familiar with like what voice do you hear in your head? Because we all hear voices throughout the day in our head. Right. Whether it's like a Mm -hmm. song that's playing, whether it's, you know, you're listening to your mom's voice or something. But it's important to know the difference between your voice, your ego, and something else. Because I think when you walk in two realities or three realities, you can forget which reality you're in very easily. And you can slip into, I guess, what we would call like a psychosis or like another realm. That being said, do I think that it's a blanket statement that everybody going through bipolar disorder or psychosis or something is going through a spiritual awakening? No, no. Yeah. I think it's like many versions of gray. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes it's they need to be on medication Mm -hmm. if they want to be. And sometimes it's um, they need to be able to protect their energy they are seeing things that are in a different reality that we don't see, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that it could be potentially dangerous for people. Mm-hmm. And so if those people require medication, then they require medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I was just thinking about it. It's like, you know, when you – I live in the city here in Philly and there's lots of homeless people here right where I live. And there always has been. Philly is, has a – a large homeless population, but, you know, 
quite often I'll be walking and someone will walk by me and they'll just be having a full-on conversation with someone else that's not there. And, um, and you know, I, I remember thinking like, oh, okay, this person's, you know, quote, crazy or whatever. And now it's like realizing, well, I don't know if they're crazy. I think they're – because they're very competent in, in some ways in what they're talking. They're talking to someone. They're having a conversation. They're going back and forth and, you know, even though I can't yeah. see what's going on. Now, though, that being a human being and, like you said, bleeding into these other realities, no matter, like, however that's happening, that's not – that's very painful, it mm-hmm. seems. Because, like, mm-hmm. you're a human to be here as a human. Like, yep. you're human to be – even if you're a person who's bringing through information, you want to be able to do that in a way where you're grounded and you know who you are, not where you're going in and you're losing yourself and not yep. sure where – who you are or what's going on. So, you know, in that case, I, I think like like you said, it's like medication, you know, and maybe there's natural medication that will work for you and that's what you're drawn to and that works. And maybe it's, you know, I don't know how else to say it, but like big pharma medication and that's yeah. what you're drawn to and that so it works. It's not that that medication doesn't work for some people or for a lot of people. It does. But I also think that something else to be conscious of is like, I've I feel like I've heard this come up quite a bit in our conversations with Arc Nine. There's been quite a few people who have asked Arc Nine about going on medication, and because of the stigma in the spiritual community and their hesitancy about that, and Arc Nine has said, which by the way, Arc Nine is a collection of Arcturian energy that Ambrosia channels. Uh, Arc Nine has said over and over again, they're like, it's okay to tr- try the medication. There's nothing wrong with the medication. Try it. Go on it. If you if yeah. you feel called to go on it, go on it. Then determine, do I like this or not? Just like we said. And if you don't like it, then stop the medication. It's not that big of a deal. Like you guys are making it a really big deal and it's not. Because what they're trying to say is you still have – it's not like you take this medication and you have no authority over your body anymore unless, I mean, it's something mm-hmm. really messed up. Like a, a crazy medication that I don't know about. But um, so – so, yeah, like even from their perspective, it's like do the thing that you feel drawn to as long as it feels good. And, you know, I was sharing with Amby earlier that like when I was in college, I, I was just about to go abroad to Amsterdam. I'd been suffering with um, all kinds of eating disorders and was going through like a binge eating disorder at the time. And I just could not control myself. Like I just felt I was in so much pain because I couldn't control myself. And my doctor put me on an antidepressant. I'd never been on one before, but this specific one was supposed to control my impulses. And um, and I went on it and it took me a couple of weeks to, die, to adjust. But all of a sudden I woke up and I just felt like this new human being. And I was mm. on that and I lost weight. I felt happy. I didn't think about binging. I didn't think about any doing any like self-harming type of behavior or destructive behavior. I felt in control for the first time ever. I took that medication for about a year and a half and then one day I was just like, I don't want to take this anymore. And I didn't even consult my doctor. I, You should if you're taking medication. But yeah, I literally just felt intuitively like, I'm good. I don't need this. And I just mm-hmm. stopped. And I didn't have any withdrawal. And I didn't have, once again, please don't do this. Consult your doctor. But I'm just saying I followed my intuition. And that's what my intuition told me to do. And I was fine. And it just was like, okay, great. That served me. And now I'm on to other things. Speaking of intuition, so this is really funny. So I have anti-nausea pills, and uh, when I had the tummy tuck earlier last or last year, rather now, 
Um, they gave me anti-nausea pills. So if I felt nauseous, I would take these and it would prevent me from throwing up. Because if you throw up after a surgery like that, you'll rip your insides, right? Uh. I know, bro. So anyway, so I tell myself, okay, if I feel nauseous today, because they took it before and I was real queasy. So I tell myself, if I feel nauseous today, I'm going to go take one of my anti-nausea pills. And then I go upstairs to get it. And literally my intuition's like, stop. Mm. Do not do that. Mm. And I'm like, what the hell? And they're like, nope, Google it. So I Google, does this medication like mix with this medication? And it said this can cause seizures, hallucinations, um, like all kinds of shit. And I was like, oh, damn. So I didn't do it, thank God. But that's like a good example of listening to your intuition. Amen. Yeah, So then I just took ginger tea and waited it out, which is unfortunate because I wanted like a a quicker, like not um, having that salivation experience all day. But it's but that's but that's exactly it, right? Like I think that's the whole thing about like that. It's like humans, like we just want to. So we just want to take the pill. We want to just take the pill. And I think the thing is like with medication, it's like if you've been suffering for a long time, it's not just a quick like give me the pill like you're it's you've been thinking about it. You've been you've been, you know, dealing with something and it's okay if you make the informed and intuitive decision that you need some assistance. Mm -hmm. And um, and so, yeah. And then and then I think another piece of this, too, that we were talking about was this whole like I think another thing that society does with these disorders is like it 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 puts people in these boxes like forever you know Mm -hmm. so which is why it makes sense people are hesitant to get diagnosed or to um acknowledge that something's going on because who the hell in society wants to be put into a box of oh that person has this is a this or has this because it's like, you know what, like, I don't really personally believe in the idea that, okay, I don't, I don't, just the way that maybe you're, I don't think like you were born with bipolar disorder. Maybe some people are, maybe some people are, but there's a lot of people who nothing manifests really until a little later in life, right? So mm-hmm. does that mean that you were born with bipolar disorder, for example, and then it just didn't show up until a certain time? Or, like, is there a I mean, marker for that? The, the, but the point of it is, if you are managing whatever it is, whether is. it's with – what's up? I think there is. I okay, maybe there, there is. I guess my whole point is this. If you're managing whatever the disorder is, if, if, if it's in check, if it's in balance, whether with mm-hmm. medication or therapy or whatever it is, like, then you're not exhibiting that those behaviors out into the world. And so – you don't want to be marked as that all the time, right? And so mm-hmm. I, I just think that we need to be really careful with like boxing people into these d- disorders and then boxing ourselves into the disorder too and identifying Definitely. with it too much because that's a whole other kind of issue. And that's really like what what like really um, freaked me out about it was like, oh my God, I don't want to be – classified or classify myself in this because I feel like it's giving up a sense of control. Does that, I feel like that makes sense and that's relatable to a lot of people. I'm not trying to offend anyone. That's definitely not my intention. Why is that offensive? I don't know. Sometimes people get offended. You know, I don't know how people are misconstrued or whatever. It doesn't matter. My point is, is that I'm not trying to be offensive, 
But um, yeah, it's really, um, it's really interesting. And then I think that for me personally, another thing that comes up that I think about is, you know, we, I associate the 1950s with um, like, you could just say that my wife's hysterical and have her committed, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's really nothing like, oh, Mm -hmm. she's crazy, put her in there. But I just Googled it. That's what I was doing. And this went on until 1994. Mm-hmm. This was very recent. I mean, I have shoes older than that. I don't. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny to say. Thank you for laughing. <laughs> anyway, my point is um, my point is that I think that's a really big stigma that's still really prevalent today. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the people that are in the spiritual community um, – have the same views, but also people that are outside of the spiritual community looking at people in the spiritual community classify them as crazy or mentally mm-hmm. ill mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. And that's fine because I feel like for me, let's say I have bipolar disorder. That doesn't mean that when I'm talking to someone's relative, I'm hallucinating it. Mm-hmm. That's a very real thing. Yeah. You know, um, now let's say that I had schizophrenia, right? Yeah. Would that still be the same conversation? Maybe, maybe not. Does that, I think it would be different personally. I think it would be more about me and um, less about them personally. Yeah. Like more about like the voices would be talking to you about you versus to you about the people you're reading. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't know. I don't know because I've I've never had someone um, talk to me about me before. The right. only, the closest thing to that was that I heard my name and that was yeah. when I was going through my spiritual awakening. So again, is it a spiritual awakening or a mental breakdown? You don't know. It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. I don't mean, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at you. Um, just laughing. I, just laughing at you. Just you. Um, I, I also, you're also making me think of another aspect of this, which is, this is a this is the reason why it's so important for us as light workers as awakened people whatever you want to say to really start working on our darkness um to really embrace our darkness because i was just getting this image of how like as you were describing people with schizophrenia or these different disorders it's like it's like the more that we each embrace our darkness, the more we will be able to hold space for others, quote, darkness. Mm-hmm. And it won't be so scary or isolating or because um, because I like I said before, what I feel like happens currently in society is like someone is like, oh, I'm this or I'm schizophrenic. Let's say I don't know anyone schizophrenic, but let's say I did. Right. Mm-hmm. It currently mm-hmm. is kind of this isolating thing where people are like, whoa, I don't want to I don't know how to handle that. I don't. Yeah. You know. And that person becomes even more isolated and then that just makes it way worse. Like the person, one of the people in my life that's dealing with something somewhat like this right now, I was noticing that anytime they were alone, it was getting way worse versus when they were with me, it was, you know, it helped ground them into reality. Mm-hmm. So, and help them feel safe. And so, um, you know, I think that this is really a call to us in a lot of ways to step up and embrace our own darkness, be able to, because this is how we will be able to hold the darkness of others. And we will be able to embrace people when they're going through this really dark shit versus 
be afraid of it. Because again, what we see in another, it's just a reflection of what's in ourselves, right? So again, if Mm -hmm. we can go within and heal our own darkness and embrace it and get comfortable with it, it's going to be much easier for us to embrace others when they're going through their darkness. And that is truly what the world needs in terms of healing. Like that is going to heal the collective. That is going to uplift, that is going to bring us together, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. And helping us be more comfortable talking about it, helping us be more open to conversations about it exactly exactly. which will lead to embracing each other and helping each other amen amen sister (laughs) Um, (laughs) um well thank you for bringing this topic up i really really like this topic um and uh thank you all for chiming in i know there was some comments i didn't get to on the live um hold on let me go back and read them so sorry lisa said great topic today Thank you, Lisa. Shira said she also was feeling sick to her stomach, high anxiety, trying to put out the wildest fire. Aw. Carista said if you – she's talking about – she said, or if you have a disorder, the thought is that you're broken or you need to be fixed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, hopefully we can, you know, have more conversations about this and that, and, and more people can, because again, it's, it's really about like normalizing, I think like the, the conversation and normalizing that like just people are going through this and you know what guys, as we go even more into our, into this ascension process, I have a feeling there's going to be way more of this, yeah. way more, because the, the more things speed up, the more people who are not like necessarily kind of caught up to themselves or maybe they still have stuff to work out. I feel like this is going to trigger trigger that in them. It's just, you know, it's just another manifestation. It's just another way to kind of like reflect on your um, – see kind of what's going on within you in certain ways. But I just have a feeling that like there's going to be more of this popping up in our community, like mm-hmm. within all of us. maybe you've been, you've been coping the best way that you can and now you don't know how. Yeah. You know, like, or maybe you've been, you know, dealing with anxiety and stress. I remember the first time I had a panic attack, I didn't know what the fuck was going on because I was just mm. driving in the car. I wasn't doing anything. And one of my friends who has anxiety was like, that is a panic attack. That's anxiety. And I was like, what? I don't get those. What are you talking about? And then it happened again. And I was like, oh, my God, this is more than one thing. And so I took uh, natural medicine. Speaking of natural medicine, I did that for like three months. And it was still like just the feeling of like sweating, my heart racing, I can't breathe, like something's really wrong, something's going to happen, and I'm not even doing anything. It's this idea of, um, it's interesting, it's this idea of like holding a glass of water for five minutes. Like the first minute, it's not going to make a difference. But up to minute five, it gets really, really heavy to hold. Mm-hmm. So that's like the that image metaphor. I keep seeing. Yeah, I keep seeing that in my in my head i like that metaphor thanks for sharing that you're welcome um and feel free to join our private facebook community inner bloomers um and share you know it's a safe space and we're all there for you i think someone was sharing in there not about mental disorders or uh, anything like that but they were just sharing about kind of how it was like hard to um talk to their husband or or something like that. And I was responding and telling them like, that's why we're all here. You know, that's why we have this because you can talk to, 
when there's things that you don't really know how to talk to people about, even your closest, even your friends and your family and, and your husband, you can talk to other people who are kind of on the same wavelength in our private Facebook group. That's literally why why it's there to have this community that's a safe space. So mm-hmm. please feel free to join. Um, oh, update on our fun challenge. We're on day oh, yeah. six today and it has been literally so amazing and fun. It It is, it's, for those of you who don't know, it's a free seven day frequency of fun challenge. Um, you can sign up on our website. We'll put the link in the show notes here. And even though we're collectively on like day six, there's still pe- there's people now that are like just starting it and everybody mm-hmm. can go at their own pace. But it has been so amazing to see what everybody's been doing. And like people have been playing with their kids in whole new ways. I saw uh, someone brought out their ballerina shoes that they haven't like brought oh, out since they were that. like 13 or like 16 that or something so like beautiful. that. I love that amazing, amazing things. And it's just been so heartwarming and uplifting to do this fun challenge together. So if you want to get in on that, um, just click the link in our show notes and uh, it's free and you'll get all mm-hmm. the videos and info to join. We have another so, announcement. Yes, we have multiple announcements today. We have many announcements today. Many. Um, do you want me to do the next one? Sure. Okay. So we are going to do a wrap up. I'm so excited. Um, Mainly because it was a great idea. But anyway, so this is, we're going to give away three prizes. So what we're going to ask is that you give us a rating or review on iTunes, SoundCloud, preferably iTunes. iTunes. There's iTunes. nowhere to review on SoundCloud. Well, then don't review on SoundCloud because you can <laughs> get into the raffle. So review on iTunes and what else? Is there anything else they have to do? So this is a, so just so you guys know, this is a holiday raffle. We're specifically yeah. doing this for the holidays. And this is a very Let's special. Get into that. Oh, I'm keep sorry. Going. You no, asked me. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. This is spe- especially, uh, this is special because the raffle and these three prizes we're giving away, they're actually like mystery boxes of prizes. There's going to be lots of prizes in each one. We're giving them away to three different people. And each thing in the, the mystery box is going to be from this community, people who make and offer amazing things from this community. And it's, it's going to be really dope. Like we'll probably tell you some of the things in them in the coming like uh, next couple weeks but it's pretty awesome um and so like Ambie said you just to enter you have to uh leave us a rating and review on itunes um i guess you could also the only other place you could probably do it also is Castbox if you listen there because i know some so either Castbox or itunes yeah yeah, I would say iTunes. Okay, Let's do sorry, iTunes. just iTunes, just iTunes. We're sorry. just now working it out. It's sorry, great. guys. <laughs> but um, each each review you leave is like one entry. So yeah. if you want to leave multiple reviews, you can. Um, you get multiple entries. We're going to pick the winner on December 16th. Yeah. Um, Basically one so month from now. Ex- super excited about it. So you have 30 days to, and you can leave multiple reviews if you like. Um yeah, and, and it's you good. get swag in there. We have swag, oh, too. that's the other announcement is that we now have some merch, finally. We, we, like, soft launched some merch a while ago, but honestly, it was, like, not. Uh, it had a shirt. This is our this is like our old stuff and this is our old yeah. logo, but we have a new Limited logo. Limited edition. Limited edition. 
But we have a new logo, which we love. Um, and we have new hoodies and crop tops and um, mugs. A mug that says Watch Me Bloom on it. So cute. Super cute. Um, the hoodie that we have, the crop top, it looks like this. Same color, same style. Like Ambie showing off her peach <laughs> crop sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so um, you guys can go to our website and actually check out our merch like individually if you want some, or you can enter this give this holiday raffle giveaway thing because we're gonna include some of our merch in there. Uh, that's something that you can count on for what's inside. So Yay. go check out um, our merch on our site. Um, what else? Anything else? I think that's it. I'm. Oh, just a quick announcement for me. I'm still. Giving away, not giving away. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you giving away a year long session? Damn. No. no. Let me jump on it. No, no, no. I still, I'm offering, um, I have two spots left for my year long tapping uh, membership, is what I'm calling it. And you get $500 off. Like if you get this package, it's $500 off the year and you're also getting a free session to give away to someone of your choosing, which is a fun gift for the holidays. Um, And then also getting my ending self-sabotage online course. So I love that. (laughs) Thanks, I'm very passionate about self-sabotage. So I decided to create a course around it. Um, I like it. That's a great idea. Thanks. Um, yeah, so I just want to say to like this package, this tapping year long tapping membership package, this is really for someone who's like really wanting to shift their relationships, their money story, um, you know, their ability to show up in the world. Like this is for someone who really wants to make a big emotional, like clear their emotional blocks and really like show up in 2021 because, God knows we need you guys. <laughs> we need you guys like aligned and ready to rock in 2021. Um, and so, yep, you can click the link in the show notes. Or you can reach out to me privately if that's of interest to you. Um, anything else, Ambi? Nope. I think cool. that's it. Well, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, watching. Thank you for all your beautiful comments. We love and appreciate you. And until next time, keep on blooming bye if you've enjoyed this podcast we would love 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 it if you would give us a rating and review on apple itunes or wherever you get your podcast if you'd like to get in touch for a reading with ambi an eft session with alexa or just to say what up we would love to hear from each and every one of you and you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on instagram and facebook at innerbloompodcast until next time remember open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within 